This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan on your AM, FM dial. We're on the Odyssey app and on our stream at thefandc.com. Thanks so much for hanging out with us for a little bit on a Sunday morning. Danny Noakes with you, ladies and gentlemen. Linnell over on the other side of the glass producing the show. We got football fever. We're just a couple of weeks away from the NFL kickoff. College football, less than a week from kicking off. It's kind of like that half week of college football. Not the full week, because you're not going to get those ranked matchups until closer to Labor Day, but hey, we can still get excited, right? I tell you what, I'm excited. I'm excited because we finally get to welcome in our next guest. You all know him as the Rooster, Chris Russell, co-host of Russell and Medhurst on our sister station, the Team 980. You can find him on Twitter at Russellmania621. Chris, been a while, man. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, How Danny, are you? How are you? I'm good, What's man. What's going on? Not too much. Not too much. Sounding I'm excited, good. I, Sounding good. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk a little football with you today. Sure. What do you say? Uh, let's do it, man. What else What else are we supposed to do? I mean, it's bright sunshine out here in Loudoun County. I don't know how long it's going to last, uh, but we got the day off from practice. And, um, you know, the boys came up with a, uh, I guess as they say, an ugly win um, <laughs> on Friday night. It wasn't a win for some of us, though, Danny, if you... Uh, if you bet Washington minus the five and a half, oh. uh, as the rooster did, I <laughs> I came up short. Ron Rivera disappointing me there in the end. I was hoping to give uh, Dustin Hopkins one last um, one last test. I, you know, I'm, I'm obviously half teasing. I didn't bet that much money; it's just a couple of bucks, whatever. Sure. But I mean, it gave me an interest in the fourth quarter. Quite honestly, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's not much interest in the fourth quarter at eleven o'clock on a Friday night. <laughs> Uh, when you'd rather be, you know, I don't know, while drinking a couple of beers and, and hanging out on your couch. Uh, but but that gave me an interest, and uh, I was kind of disappointed that Ron didn't give, you know, a fourth shot at Dustin Hopkins because he had the three shorties, and he probably would have had another shorty, um, you know, after the turnover on downs late in the game. But I was like, come on, man. Like, if this is – the big deal that you're trying to make it, and I'm not criticizing Ron, but Ron has spent the entire week and a half talking about how the operation needs work, how it needs time between Cameron Cheeseman and Tressway, the holder, and and uh, and Dustin Hopkins. Well, that was a perfect opportunity. Yep. Cincinnati wouldn't have cared, right? The game was essentially over. You could have kicked the field goal, and the Rooster could have won money. <laughs> I think that was the consensus, though, Chris. I, you know, I think EB also took the under in that game. So 
you were definitely not alone in, in the, yeah yeah i mean listen you know i, I mean this is where gambling kind of you know ruins you know kind of <laughs> like fantasy sports right sure, i mean yeah. it, it's like if you're a fantasy player and i'm more of a gambler than a fantasy player okay but i mean if you take dak prescott or or ezekiel elliott right oh, wait a second then you you got to root for him against your favorite team if you're a Washington football fan or if you're a Giant fan or an Eagle fan or whatever fan, and they happen to be playing Ezekiel Elliott or Dak Prescott. I mean, you know, it makes for strange bedfellows, as they say, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect way to describe it. Yeah. I'm actually experiencing that more and more as as I get older for whatever reason because I'm the, – the, by the way, the – the uh, entry fee to get into my fantasy football league is also going higher and higher. So the pressure is getting hotter and hotter and right. it's just getting tougher and tougher. Right, man. exactly. I stopped playing fantasy football uh, real quickly and then we'll get in, in, into the football team. I, I stopped playing fantasy football when I was in a station league a couple of years ago, I think before you joined us. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, most of the station was involved and it was back when it was just 1067, right? So, right. you know, I, I mean, not everybody, but. I mean, there were some big hitters, Grant, you know, Danny, uh, three-fourths of the junkies, so on and so forth. Mm. And I finished second wow. in the entire 12-team league nice. in mo uh, 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 hang on, in most points scored. Oh. Right? Okay. Cumulatively. Okay. Right, right, right. And so what was your record? Where did you finish? I believe it was 4-10, and ten, Danny. Oh. <laughs> That's I believe. brutal. That's just brutal. I mean, if there were, or maybe it was three and ten, three and ten or four and ten. I don't remember how many weeks we played. I was second most cumulative points scored and second worst record on the board. Why? Because every freaking week I would, uh, uh, you know, compile all these points and have a pretty strong lineup, obviously, and a strong team. And every week I would run into a freaking buzzsaw. If there was somebody that went off for three touchdowns, you knew who was playing them, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do. Yeah, if that's not the beast that is fantasy football, I don't know what yeah. it is. That's I've seen. I mean, that. it's the same thing with gambling, right? right I mean, right. I, I mean, I like you know. Again, Ron had a perfect opportunity to test out something that needs work, and he chose to be a professional, and he chose to you know be a good sportsman and just down the ball on Friday night. Again, <laughs> not that big of a deal, but I mean, it's just something that's always curious. As we move forward into this wide world, you know, of gambling and fantasy football mixed in with reality. Oh, yeah. There were people kicking themselves just like you, Rooster, on Friday night, man. Chris Russell with us right now, 1067 The Fannies, the co host of Russell and Medhurst on our sister station, the Team 980. He's on Twitter at WrestleMania621. Chris, I want to ask you about the quarterback position first mm -hmm. to start off. Like, let's look at Ryan Fitzpatrick because. I think we've seen some some good things from him early on. Offense stalled out a little bit there on Friday, but he's making early connections with Logan Thomas. So give mm -hmm. me your assessment of his play so far. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been mm, fairly solid. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it's been great. Um, I wouldn't say it's been very good. I think it's been fairly solid. You, you mentioned the the twenty nine yard uh, hookup to Logan Thomas. Now he's wide open in the right flat. I mean, obviously anybody can make uh, <laughs> that throw. The Diami Brown twenty eight yarder. Uh, is a ball that I don't know if it's purposely underthrown so that Diami can adjust to it and come back and get it. But I mean, if that was, and, and I'll try and find out, if that was the design, then that's good, right? Because he put it in the right spot where it probably couldn't be knocked away and it couldn't be intercepted. And Diami Brown was able to leap in the air and adjust and come back a little bit uh, for it. 
However, that being and, and there were two nice throws, obviously, in the New England game, one to Logan Thomas, one to Terry McLaurin. Right. However, when you look at the big picture, he should have had an interception inside the 10-yard line. It was a terrible throw, bad decision. Yes. Uh, and he overthrew Adam Humphreys on one who had gotten a little bit of separation you know, from the corner yep. in the back corner of the end zone. And a good throw, a perfect throw, is a touchdown. And maybe there was like one or two other throws where you say, mm, okay, you know, maybe. Um, so that being said, I, I would say, you know, again, it's been fine. It's been good. I still want to see more. I asked Ron Rivera yesterday uh, to start off the day, the morning after press conference, you know, trying to get him to, like, give us an indication of whether these guys are going to play a lot next Saturday night against the Ravens, you know, if it was important for them to score a touchdown as a first-team offense. And he said, no, it wasn't that important. Uh, the process is more important, the result, you know, da, 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 all that stuff, right? Right. right. But ultimately, I think, and maybe they would have done this anyway, I, I think they're going to play, and I think they're going to play a pretty decent amount, maybe through halftime, who knows, maybe just into the set, middle second quarter, um, because A, they need the work, one, and B, you don't want to go into that two, two, you know, two plus week stretch from the Ravens game, I guess it's like two weeks and, and, and a day, uh, you don't want to go into that 15-day stretch not having scored a first-team offense touchdown. That being said, I, I understand, look, Curtis Samuel hasn't played yet, right? So they don't have all of their weapons, but you don't want that hanging over you going against Bosa and the Chargers. Yes, it's a very good point, and, you know, I I was wondering how they were going to approach this third game of the preseason, what is usually a dress rehearsal, mm -hmm. at least when there are four games. So it, it's interesting to, to hear Ron's thoughts on that. I mean, Ron said they were going to 100% game plan. He would not commit to starting time, playing time, or anything. But he, he said they were going to 100% game plan for this game and treat it like a regular season. Okay. If you do that, Danny, how do you then bench all your starters? Great question. Right? Yeah. That's a good So, I mean, question. I, you know, unless I'm a dummy, I'm taking that as they're going to play and they should play, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm not as worried about Fitzy not knowing this offense like I was with Alex Smith uh, when he came here from Kansas City with Jay Gruden. Um, and, and I'll, I, I've said this already and I'll say it a, a bunch of times this week. This offense is infinitely easier than Jay Gruden's terminology and Jay Gruden's system to Seems learn, like absorb, master. I mean, I've been told that by coaches. I've been told that uh, by people that have played the quarterback position. I see it. I mean, you know, Fitz has kind of mentioned it. Um, plus, he, and that's not to say that Alex is a dummy by no means. It was just a really complex system to learn, absorb, master. This is not as hard, anywhere near as hard, based on everyone that I've talked to. Yeah, that's definitely what it seems like, and, and I think the results also echo that. Mm -hmm. Now, a couple things left here before before I let you go, Chris. I, I think it's impossible to ignore the way that Jarrett Patterson's running the ball yeah. right now. Yep. I think he's earning his way to a roster spot, but do they keep four running backs on yeah. the roster this year? How do, they, uh, how do they handle that? I mean, he's on, in my, in my opinion, and yeah. I think just about everybody's opinion, and the kickoff return thing only helped him uh, a little bit more on Friday night, right? It was just one, but, I mean, it was 37 yards, I think it was. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do think they keep four. Um, and I know people are treating the Peyton Barber as a disposable weapon. Yep. Uh, listen, I understand he didn't, uh, you know, I, he didn't convert on the third and one and a half in New England. I, I get that Jared, uh, Antonio Gibson and Jared Patterson had more playing time, obviously, on Friday night. 
Peyton Barber was still really good in that role, and he's lost weight, and he's looked good in camp, and he's looked explosive with still being able to pop people. So I'd be surprised if they let go of Peyton Barber. I can't rule it out, but I'd be surprised. So that means if you're taking four running backs, that means you're definitely only taking six receivers. The real question for me is whether you take ten offensive linemen or nine, and right now, Danny, I only see nine. And I do see three quarterbacks on this roster. You asked me about the quarterback position as a whole. We spend all the time on Fitzpatrick. I mean, Heineke, listen, he's he's been terrible in practice, but he's been better in games, right? And right. Ron has pointed out it's because he can scramble, he can move around, what have you. He hasn't been great in games, but he's been better in games. And I think Kyle Allen still deserves, you know, some merit of consideration here, being that he was the chosen, uh, I guess, competitor to Dwayne Haskins and, and, and via this staff last year ahead of Heineke. Yes. Now he's been coming back from the injury, right? So, I mean, I still think you take three quarterbacks, three tight ends, but I think it only allows you to take six wide receivers, not seven, uh, which I wouldn't do anyway, and nine offensive linemen instead of the 10 that I originally thought they were going to take if you're going to take four running backs. And I think at this point they should. That's definitely something we got to keep an eye on as we get closer to the start of the season when they start to narrow down that yeah. roster. We'll keep an eye on those numbers right there. Last thing here for you, pal. I want to talk about Jamin Davis because I was, I didn't know a whole lot about him coming mm-hmm. out of Kentucky, honestly, but he really seems like the quintessential type of Ron Rivera linebacker that can go out, fly around the ball, make plays, mm-hmm. speed, can cover. You know, I We haven't seen a ton of him yet right. so far this preseason, but what do you think of what we have seen from him? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he does look a, a, a touch slow, a touch uh, hesitant, mm-hmm. a touch – like like where he's thinking too much. Uh, he made one splash play the other night um, in, in which you can see, and you see this at practice at times, you see the uh, the speed, the athleticism, the size, obviously. Um, and, and I think once he gets comfortable, he's going to be just fine, if not very good. That being said, it's a little bit of a slower start. You know, they've been working him, of course, at Mike, which means – you know, he's not only learning how to play in the NFL, but he's learning the entire system and how to call it and how to, you know, adjust and check and whatever. Now, the good thing for him is he's got Bostick and Holcomb uh, alongside of him in base. The question for me moving forward right now is, is he going to largely be at the start of the season in the nickel package? Um, is he going to be part of the base all the time? I, I, I mean, I think he's going to be, when they're in their 4-3 base, I think he's going to be in there. The nickel is something that, like, I don't know at this point because I've seen plenty of nickel without him and yeah. plenty of nickel with him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they're going to do that um, and what they're going to choose. They might early on go with Holcomb and Bostic for their primary nickel package, just trying to not overload the kid. So... That's something to keep an eye on. Definitely, and, and it's understandable to a certain degree, but definitely want you know Jamin Davis to be worth that high draft pick that they mm-hmm. spent on him, obviously. But Chris, I would I w- just I would just temper your expectations sure. early on in the year. That that's what I would say. I would say give him a month, you know, and hopefully by then he's feeling like he's doing more reacting than thinking. They right. want their linebackers to be very aggressive downhill to to not think to play. 
Yeah. That's what they want. It takes time for that to happen. Yeah, and, and he'll he has the benefit of playing behind that amazing defensive line. Yep. And then behind him, the defensive backfield, I think, yeah. is much improved. From I agree. Season. So there you I go. I agree. All right, Chris, I'll let you go, man. This has been so much fun. This has been fantastic. We will do it again very soon, my friend. I'll let you go. Thanks for the time this morning, buddy. Thanks, Danny. Have a good rest of the weekend, and uh, and I appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. There he goes. That's the rooster, Chris Russell, co-host of Russell and Medhurst on our sister station, the Team 980. One more time. Give him a follow on Twitter. At WrestleMania 621. All right, we're jumping out of here. One segment to go, hour two. We'll finish it up next here on one. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 6-7 The Fan. Yeah, we're all turned up and ready to go now. Rocking and rolling. Coming up on the 11 o'clock hour here on a Sunday morning. Welcome back, 106.7 The Fan. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. Danny Noakes with you. Linnell over there on the other side of the glass producing the show. Maybe the hardest working man in the DMV right now on a long stretch of work. I feel you, man. I feel you. Thanks so much to the rooster, Chris Russell, for his time in that last segment breaking down a little Washington football team action. A lot of, lot of really good thoughts from Chris there. It's funny. I meant to ask him, too. I wanted to see how exactly he got his press box seat so improved and how he was stuck in the back row for so long. Someone that used to work for the team and whatnot. Rooster was all pumped up on Friday night because he got, if you've never been in the, the formerly the Redskins, now the Washington football team press box before, they have basically a couple of rows of seating. And Rooster, who at one point did work for the team, apparently couldn't get a front row seat in the press box until just now. So maybe it's the fact that he's got his own show over there on our sister station, the Team 980, with our boy Pete Medhurst. It's awesome. Both those guys, awesome gentlemen, by the way, but really great analysis from Chris. I'm, I'm very appreciative of his time. We're going to have a short segment here, only a little bit of time to just 
kind of take care of a few things. But coming up at the eleven at the top of the eleven o'clock hour, we got RJ Anderson, CBSSports.com's Major League Baseball coverage. We always talk to RJ during baseball season. RJ does a great job with his coverage for CBS, and we a lot of the time spend most of the time talking about the Nats. And that's not what our conversation is going to center around today because the Nats are out of it. We could do a little bit of a deep dive into what, but uh, come on, there's important pennant races going on that are quite fascinating, if you ask me, particularly out there in the National League West because, as I mentioned, the Dodgers really gaining ground quick on the San Francisco Giants. And then where does San Diego end up after that? Plus, speaking of the Nats, I mean, they're not going to win the NL East, but who is? It's not exactly a very good division right now. And, man, someone's going to have to win it. It's kind of like the NFC East from this this past football season, right? I mean, obviously, there were a lot of injuries to the teams that were playing football in the NFC East last year, and that's probably the biggest reason you can attribute to why the division was so weak last year. But in the NL East, you're looking at Atlanta right now, who's leading the charge, as it was supposed to be. But they're doing it without their best player in Ronald Acuna Jr. And they've been doing it now without him for, what, a couple of months? And that was, I know they're, they're a division rival, but you never want to see something like that happen. And, and Acuna is, I think they're, you know, he, Soto, and Ozzy Albies, the other young stud that Atlanta has, I think they're all really good friends. And that just, I think, creates such a, a, a young up-and-coming sort of atmosphere around the sport that, let's be honest, it frankly needs right now. It needs a little juice. It needs a little excitement. And I think they're doing that. I think it. I think it. I think it's becoming a, a a more exciting sport. And some of the rule changes, not big on right putting the runner at second when you get to extra innings. That really makes things tough on the defense. You pretty much score that runner every single time, but. When you talk about speeding up the game and whatnot, there aren't a ton of options that you could get to. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that conversation with RJ. It's coming up in just a couple of minutes. And by the way, I think there might be a worse NFL stadium than FedEx Field. What NFL stadium is that, might you ask? Well, you're just going to have to stick around and tune in during hour three. Because it wasn't an NFL game last night, but it was a different sporting event in which fans went to Twitter to voice or tweet their displeasure with this stadium. And it doesn't sound like it was very, uh, it doesn't always, it doesn't seem like it was a very pleasant experience. So uh, uh, you'll want to stick around for that. Trust me. I've got the details and I'll tell you whose stadium it is coming up in the next hour. And real quick, before we go to a break, shout out to our guy, Bill. Bill's listening. He says, quote, really good weekend show. Just got even better with an awesome convo with Russell mania. That's the rooster. Chris Russell. Great listening while banging out some yard work End quote bill. Thank you so much for tuning in. My friend, anyone else out there doing yard work? Hey, more power to you. Hopefully it doesn't get too hot out there for you. Stay hydrated and keep it locked right here to one Oh six, seven, the fan Our number three. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, how's everybody doing on a Sunday morning? One Oh six, seven, the fan on your AM FM dial. It's on the Odyssey app and on our stream at the fandc.com. However you're tuned in and listening to us today, well, we just appreciate you making a little time for us. My name is Danny Noakes, our guy Linnell on the other side of the glass producing the show. It's been fun so far. We've been busy, lots of football talk, a little bit of baseball thrown in there as well. 
And now we head back to the seams for baseball and more discussion from Major League Baseball as we go back to the phones to welcome in our final guest of the day. Say hello and give a warm welcome to our pal R.J. Anderson. CBSSports.com's Major League Baseball coverage, as always. Give him a follow on Twitter at R underscore J underscore Anderson. R.J., what's going on, man? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's always great to catch up with you. And it's sad because I'm I'm not actually going to start this conversation by asking you about the Washington Nationals this time. <laughs> yeah, I think we agreed off the air that would be kind of a waste of time, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. And and that's fine. But I do want to look at the, the rest of their division, the National League East, because I was just talking about how it kind of reminds me of the NFC East in football last year where no one really wants to take this division, grab it by the horns and tackle it. But someone's got to win it at some point. And the way that Atlanta's playing right now, they seem to be they seem to finally be running away with it. They've won eight games in a row. They're nine and one in their last ten games. And they're doing all this without Ronald Acuna Jr. It's just kind of hard to see them making a deep playoff run without Acuna. And considering that, you know, their bullpen and their starting pitching is kind of still up in the air. I don't know. I just don't think they'll make a deep run. But what do you think? Yeah, I think that's probably a reasonable assumption. But right now they are playing really well. Yep. You know, they have the National League's best record over their last 30 games. And I thought they had a good trade deadline, you know, getting Jorge Soler and Adam Duvall and Eddie Rosario for basically nothing. You know, uh, those are the kind of marginal upgrades a team that is kind of in contention but isn't necessarily expecting to make a deep playoff run has to make. So to their credit, I think they did the wise thing at the deadline. And, you know, it's paying off for them. Yeah, the, in those borderline kind of acquisitions you mentioned that they made. It's not unlike what the Nationals did in 2019 when they went on to win the World Series. It was a little bit here, a little bit there, but pretty much everybody ended up playing a, a significant role. I just, without Acuna, I'm, I'm not sure if, if the offense will be there, but like you said, they're playing really good baseball right now, and I think they are going to end up running away with the division. If we stick around in the National League, RJ, and go out west, the Dodgers are the team I think that we have to talk about, right? Although they are still a game and a half back of the San Francisco Giants for the NL West division lead, another team that's 9-1 and one in their last 10 is the Dodgers. And Trey Turner, Max Scherzer seem to be acclimating themselves quite well, do they not? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the unfortunate thing if you're a Dodgers fan is the Dodgers have been playing really well as of late, but they haven't gained a ton of ground on the Giants because the Giants have been keeping pace. Mm. You know, I think they have identical records over the last 30 games and almost identical over the last 20. So, you know, if you're a Dodgers fan, you have to be encouraged. This is the kind of play that you expected all season from the defending champion. But at the same time, you maybe are a little annoyed because the Giants just will not stop winning. And I think the Dodgers will be okay either way, whether they get in as a wild card or a division winner. I think they'll be just fine. But, you know, you get in as, as a wild card team, things are drastically different sometimes, RJ, because you're playing in that do or die game where you move on to the NLDS. And, you know, things can things we've seen go wrong for the team that's favored to win those matchups in the past. Oh, absolutely. You know, anything can happen in a single game of baseball. It's not like football where – you know, upsets are kind of rare, or basketball, or any of those other sports. And a single game of baseball, it just takes a few bounces this way or that way, and, you know, the supposed underdog is advancing. And you just mentioned the 2019 Nationals. We saw a great example of how fortunes can change in a hurry, because if you remember in that 2019 wildcard game, it looked like the Brewers were going to win and advance to the next series, mm. and yet it would pull it off. It was the Nationals because of a mistake by Trent Grisham. Yep. So, 
you know, anything can happen in a single game. Anything can happen in a short series. So for as good as the Dodgers look, you're right. You know, they may find themselves one and done if they have to end up playing in that wild card game. I, th- I think I speak for the entire city of Washington, D.C. when we can thank Grisham for uh, making that mistake <laughs> in that wild card game because, boy, it, it sure was exciting. And it, it obviously it set the Nationals on a run that none of us will ever forget. R.J. Anderson, CBSSports.com's Major League Baseball coverage is with us on 106.7 The Fan. You can follow him on Twitter at R underscore J underscore Anderson. Real quick, last thing on the NL West, RJ, the San Diego Padres are, are kind of going in the opposite direction, two and eight in their last 10 games, and now 12 games back at the division lead. They're obviously not going to win the division, and their playoff chances have really, really taken a hit over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and it's going to be a tough road heading forward. If you compare their schedule to what the Cincinnati Reds have, I believe the Reds have like the second easiest in all of baseball, and yeah. the Padres... They decidedly do not. You know, they're playing mostly contenders from here on out. So, you know, if you're just going off that, if you're going off recent play, and if you're going off injuries, you may actually have to take the Reds as the favorite to win that next wild card spot, which is not what anyone expected, you know, a month ago, let alone at the beginning of the season. Well said, and and very, you're absolutely right. Definitely not what people would have expected. I'm interested to see how that all shakes out. I would definitely put my money on Cincinnati to take that last wild card spot, though, if. Well, I am technically sometimes a betting man, but if I wanted to bet on this particular thing, you know what I mean? So let's hop over to the American League, though, pal, because there, there are some interesting pennant races here. But before we get to that, how about the Field of Dreams game from, from a few days ago? Tampa, or, uh, excuse me, New York and Chicago in what was a really cool spectacle, honestly. And it was obviously a very good baseball game, too, that ended in a walk-off home run. It was pretty magical. Yeah, I enjoyed the aesthetic. I think as we talked last time I was on, not yeah. really big into the movie, but it was made for a cool scene. And I hope that, you know, MLB experiments with some other uh, neat backdrops, even if there's only a limited attendance allowed. Yes. And I, I think what I learned from that experience was how many people share our opinion on Field of Dreams being <laughs> just an okay movie and how I do not share an opinion with most people about Bull Durham being the best baseball movie that exists because... You know me. I, I, I'm, my opinion on it's a little controversial when it comes to the good old Bull Durham. But uh, if if we do look at the American League East here, pal, I mean, Tampa Bay and, and New York are kind of in, in a similar battle that the, the Houston Astros and the Oakland Athletics are in. The Astros and Athletics are separated by three and a half games with Houston on top and then Tampa Bay, a four-game lead over the Yankees. Uh, I I think those those teams right there, you could probably slot in. They're playing really well right now, maybe with the exception of Oakland. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees are almost in a similar situation to what we just talked about with the Dodgers and the Giants, where on paper, you probably think that the second-place team is better. But, you know, despite their best efforts over the past month-plus, they haven't made up as much ground as you would like to. Uh, that said, you know, the Yankees are on a real run right now, and they have enough head-to-head head matchups remaining with the Rays that, you know, those could basically dictate who's going to win the American League East. So even though the Rays would be favored, you know, things can swing very quickly. And then, you know, somewhat similar story in the West. I do think that's Houston's division for the taking. Unfortunately, you know, Oakland made a very good trade deadline deal to get Starling Marte, and then Ramon Lariano got popped for performance and he had some drugs, which mm-hmm. kind of lowered their team quality. So it's going to be an interesting uh, few weeks in both of those divisions. And then, you know, the Central is the exact inverse, where it's going to be a boring boat race the rest of the way. <laughs> exactly. And and I, I would be remiss if I didn't at least mention the Central, I suppose, just to say that we hit on all of these divisions here in, in both leagues. 
Uh, although I think I skipped over the NL Central too. But the, you're right. The White Sox are kind of running away with it. Does that division, though, look the way that you thought it would when we started the season? Uh, absolutely not. You know, I thought Minnesota was going to be, if not in contention for the division title, uh, at least, you know, second or third place. Yeah. For them to be in last behind, you know, Detroit and Kansas City is really, you know, phenomenal in a sense. Not in a good sense for them, but just phenomenal. Just goes to show that, you know, for as smart as we think we are, you can't predict baseball, and weird things happen all the time. That's very true. And in the, this is just funny. In the in the AL Central right now, four of the five teams are five and five in their last ten games, and the other team is four and six. So they're basically <laughs> just all playing five hundred baseball right now. That's very not hey, exciting. <laughs> there's your NFC East comparison right there. <laughs> That's a very good point, my friend. Very good point. Very strong conversation as always, RJ. And thank you so much for carving out a little bit of time with us. On a Sunday morning, my man. We'll catch up again soon. Enjoy the games. Of course. Thank you for having me. You got it. There he goes. That's our guy, RJ Anderson, CBSSports.com's Major League Baseball coverage. You can find him on Twitter at R underscore J underscore Anderson. Yeah, great stuff there. And it, it the AL Central isn't exactly going to be particularly exciting. The NL Central, not really either. The Brewers have a seven and a half game lead on Cincinnati. But as we were talking about with the Reds, the Reds are probably going to go in as a wild card team because. They're just playing better baseball right now than San Diego is. So that 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 would be my those would be my picks of uh, who's going to make the playoffs there in Major League Baseball. And if if you didn't hear our conversation with RJ a couple of weeks ago, he met we we were talking about the Field of Dreams game, and he sh- he and I share the opinion that Field of Dreams is an okay movie. It's not the best movie, and I think it's not the best baseball movie that is. And I think there were a lot of people on Twitter that shared that opinion. But I also bring up the fact, and I always do, that I don't. I think Bull Durham is a little bit overrated as a movie because, yeah, it's funny and whatnot. I, I, I lived it. I lived Bull Durham as a play-by-play broadcaster in minor league baseball for three seasons. I, I lived that movie. Everything's the same at the start of the movie as it is at the end. Just like in minor league baseball in real life, everything's the same at the start of the season as it is when you end it. Everybody goes back to either you know home back to the training facility or some guys get called up and whatnot. But that was the thing about Bull Durham. I didn't feel like there was a solution there. It was just, here's a minor league baseball season, a guy that's getting older. And then the season ends. It was funny though. I I like it. And I've watched it multiple times and I will watch it again. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate it, but I just, you know, I I rank the Sandlot. I rank the original bad news bears and I rank major league all ahead of that movie. And Rookie of the Year, by the way. Just my opinion. But I like, you know, I, I like a good baseball movie. I do. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta make sure that you can keep some people in check every now and then, right? There you go. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's step aside, take another quick break. I promised you that I would tell you who the NFL team that actually seems to have a worse customer experience at their NFL stadium. There was not an NFL event there last night, but a different one. I'll tell you about it next here on 1067 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So anybody that wanted to pay via a credit or debit card was not able to last night at Legion Stadium. Okay, there's one thing. I don't know what the second thing means. It says concessions stopped. We mean concessions stopped. Do you mean they just straight up stopped serving concessions, food and beverages? <laughs> Why? Why did they do that? The WWE hosts massive events. I mean, I'm not a fan of the sport or anything, but even I know that there are lots and lots of fans of WWE, and they show up to those NFL stadiums. They make noise. They buy things. So I don't know why you would stop the concessions unless you ran out of something or ran out of everything. But still, that seems weird. Okay, that's the second thing on the list. Third thing, the Wi-Fi was dead. Well, that just stinks. That's such a first world problem, too. But if you know anything about going to sporting events, any arena, unless it has Wi-Fi or any NFL stadium, it's generally really hard to get service within one of those venues because there's so many different people there and there are so many different cell phones and service. And it's just, I remember how hard it was to get a signal and plenty of Virginia Tech alums and fans can back me up. Lane Stadium is a dead zone. It's a complete dead zone. Sometimes your texts won't even send trying to come out of there. And they don't have Wi-Fi. I imagine a lot of stadiums don't. But Allegiant Stadium, home of the Las Vegas Raiders, is supposed to be the place of the future. And their Wi-Fi was dead last night. That's number three. Okay, on to number four. Here's where things really start to get worse. The toilets were overflowing. (laughs) The toilets were overflowing in a couple of different... uh, Bathrooms there at Legion Stadium. So, again, without the entire list of details there, is that because there were a bunch of people that just clogged the toilets? Or was there some sort of backup somewhere within the plumbing where all the toilets were just overflowing and it was just a a mess? I tend to think that something massive happened to the plumbing system there and something was going wrong. All right, there's number four. Gross. Number five, the PA system was not working correctly. Well, that seems pretty simple. That seems like a pretty easy fix. And then the last thing, no pyrotechnics. <laughs> and this account made sure to put in parentheses, this is a very big deal for wrestling fans and tweet. So the cashless payment system was down. Concessions were stopped. Wi-Fi was dead. Toilets are overflowing, spewing God knows what. PA system's not working. 
and there's no fire. There's no pyrotechnic, pyrotechnics. I would say that that's got to be a worse experience of going to a stadium than FedEx Field. How about that? We're no longer the worst. <laughs> I have to think that as soon as they have real fans come in there for NFL games, they're going to have all that fixed. Not to disrespect WWE fans because it sounds like they weren't prepared for the, I don't know if it was just a volume of fans or they weren't prepared for fans at all or if it was really just a poorly executed project, Allegiant Stadium itself. Don't really know, but that's clearly a worse experience than to go into FedEx Field. Now, my opinion might change when I'm still sitting in the parking lot after a Sunday, Monday night game at FedEx Field and it's 2 o'clock in the morning and we still haven't gotten out because traffic's so bad. That's the kind of thing that we're talking about when you go to a Washington football team game. I don't know, man. That sounds that sounds pretty terrible. Anyway, I thought that was funny. Thought we could have a laugh about that. So there you go. We do need to step aside, though. Got to take another break. We've got about two segments left here, ladies and gentlemen. So remember, coming up at noon, Byron Kerr is going to jump on. He will have the mic for about an hour, 40 minutes or so before we get you Pre-game coverage of the Washington Nationals and Milwaukee Brewers. Charlie Slows, Dave Jagler have the call. I believe that pre-game coverage will start at 140. First pitch is at 210, and they're out in Milwaukee. So keep it locked for all of that, and we'll be right back. I'm 106.7 The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.